All praise to the Most High. You are currently tuning in to Love Undiluted, the podcast of spiritual wisdom. This is your brother, your spiritual coach, and your host, Traymon McZeal. And it is my absolute pleasure to deliver to you another potent dose of undiluted love. Welcome, family, to another episode of Love Undiluted. Grateful to have you in this space today. We are blessed, blessed with another day, blessed with breath in our lungs. So, so, so blessed. Today, I want to talk about a spiritual practice that I feel is highly transformative and yet not talked about enough in my eyes, which is the practice of study. So I went to a, for a while, I was going to a Buddhist center, the Sokka Gakkai, and they practiced Nishiren Buddhism. And I was going consistently until the pandemic shut everything down and they stopped having in-person meetings. And one of the tenets of their uh, practice is study. Study. Everybody who was in that organization had a practice of study. Now, of course, some people focused on other tenets of the practice. Some people focused on the chanting. Some people focused on the service and outreach. Some people focused more heavily on the study. But study was a core tenet of the philosophy and the practice of the Sokka Gakkai. And one of the... uh, a man that I know from Instagram, he is part of the Soka Gakkai and he is deep in a practice of study. I always see him posting books, reading, he's deep in study. And I admire people who are deep in study and I admire those who study me to, who, who, sorry, I admire those who inspire me to strengthen my study practice. I mean, I guess there might be some people out there studying me, but. <laughs> because study is a transformative practice. It's one of the most transformative practices for your mind that there is. Study is food for your brain. Are you reading? Every transformation that I've ever made in my life has come from a book, has come from something I've read in a book that resonated with me so deeply, and then I'll put it into my practice. But my practices change as I read things that enlighten me and give me new perspective. Every time I read a new book, I am a changed individual. I can't tell you how valuable books have been in my life. And I ask people all the time and they say, oh, I don't read. I don't like to read. Oh, I like to, I don't like to read. I don't want to do this. What? What? There's a reason why people write books. 
There's a reason why uh, people destroy books. All the colonials destroyed sacred texts, destroyed written texts when they went to those uh, places that they wanted to colonize. There's a reason why those who were enslaved in North America were prohibited from being literate. There's a reason because knowledge is invaluable. Knowledge changes things. You feed your mind the right books and you will be a powerful force of a human being, a powerful force of God in action. I can't believe people don't read. It's one of the most transformative practices and it's also the freest because knowledge is so accessible now. I can't tell you when I when I hear of a new book, the first thing I do is look for the free PDF online because I know it's there. I know it's there. I like having the the real book, of course, cuz I like the annotation, I like holding the physical book. But also because I don't want to I want to stop kind of amassing a physical library because it's a lot to move and hold. So when I find a new book that I want to read, I look up the free PDF knowing that it's online and it's always there because knowledge is free and accessible now. There used to be times where you had to go to a master across the world to get the knowledge that is accessible for free now online. And yet people still aren't reading I implore you to get a study, a practice of study that is essential to your spiritual discipline. I am so much about spiritual discipline in my life right now. And I like to call it spiritual discipline because you have to be disciplined and devoted to the practice. Even when you don't want to, every day you do some reading. Even when you don't want to, every day, every morning, every night you sit in meditation. Even when you don't want to, you sit down in prayer. Even when you don't want to, you you sit down and journal. Even when you don't want to, you exercise. Even when you don't want to, you take care of your body in these different ways. Even when you don't want to, it's a discipline. It is a discipline that requires your devotion and study is an essential part of my spiritual discipline. And it needs to be, it should be. I mean, you can't say should. There are no shoulds, there are no, but I will say it is a valuable part of any spiritual discipline. And you can get information from many sources. You can get information from podcasts. You can get information from interviews. You can get information from all types of sources. I will let you know, though, that if you are excluding books from your sources, then you are missing out on something that is going to change your life. My brother the other day, he loves watching interviews. He gets so much he texted me the other day and said, what book do you recommend I read? I gave him a book. He read it. He said, wow, this is the first book I've ever read that I feel is an essential for every person on the planet to read. 
he wouldn't have got that information. He wouldn't have gotten that information from anywhere else. It was in that book on those pages. He asked me, he said, how can I get the most out of a book? I said, well, you open it up and read it. (laughs) If you weren't studying, then there are many ways in your life that you aren't progressing. There are many ways in your life that you aren't progressing that you could be. I see people that struggling. I see people that have mindsets that are that they are suffering from. And one of the things I think in my mind is <laughs> if you have read that book, you would know better. If you had read this book, you would have something different playing in your mind right now. You would have something to counteract the negative thoughts of your mind. That's the power of studying and constantly being devoted to your study practice. Is that the negative thoughts that happen in your mind, you will also have content in your mind that negates that. The other day, somebody said something to me that hurt my feelings and my ego went berserk. I mean, wow. My ego went berserk and was saying all types of craziness. I said in meditation, even though I didn't want to, I wanted to just go to bed. It happened right before I went to sleep. I wanted to just go to bed mad, upset. But I'm devoted. It's a discipline. So I sat in meditation. And as I had the conversation with my mind, my mind was saying all of these things. My ego is speaking. What was speaking back were concepts that I had just read in a book. I had just read the four agreements. So as my ego is doing all of this, what what else is playing in my mind is what I just studied that says, don't take anything personally. You're making this personal. You just read and resonated with the truth of not taking things personally. What came in my mind was, this is your ego talking. All of these vocabulary words, all of these concepts that I had to talk against the lies. To talk against me wanting to just spread anger because all my mind was thinking was, what can I do to spread this hurt that I have now? What can I do to spread this emotional poison? But what was coming up was everything that I studied that said, who do you want to be? This has happened. Are you going to choose love? Are you going to still be loving? Because you read in The Mastery of Love by Don Miguel Ruiz that love is a choice no matter what happens to you. So are you still going to choose to love or are you going to say, I can't love anymore? That's a choice. Are you going to make that choice? What does that say about who you're choosing to be? What came to my mind was, oh, are you going to are you going to make this personal even though it has nothing to do with you? Are you going to make yourself so important to the world that this has that this is just such a personal affront to you? That's what I have read in the four agreements. 
What came to my mind was you may be upset, but nothing has really happened. The perfection of God is still real. That was from the science of the mind. What came to my mind was, oh, this is just your pain body reacting. That was from A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. You see what I mean? Feed your mind with study so that when the mind goes berserk and starts to get in a negative twirl of thought, a negative spiral of thought, you have things in your mind already. You have content. You have armed your mind with affirmative content that allows you to speak the truth to your mind, to speak the truth to the lies that your ego is speaking through your mind. That's the power of study. It's one of the most transformative practices. Arm your mind with affirmative content so that when the negative, destructive content starts to play, starts to attack, you have already armed yourself with the weapons of truth and knowledge and affirmative knowledge that allows you to speak against the uh, speak against the lies. I had that entire moment of meditation and inner dialogue with myself. The only reason I was able to have that inner dialogue is because I had the content to speak with myself about. You have negative thoughts about what happened to you. You have all of these thoughts about your pain and about your trauma and about your past and about what things have done to you. And you have nothing else in your mind that you have armed it with. You have no other content in your mind to talk against that. And so all you have in your mind playing again and again and again is the negative content, the destructive content, because you have not given your mind the, the, the affirmative content to also be in play. If I didn't have a practice of study, I would have went to bed angry. But instead, I went to bed still not happy about what happened. But guess what happened when I woke up in the morning? I was in so much peace because the truth that I had spoken to myself, the positive affirmative content won out in the night because the truth is always triumphant. It won out in the night and I woke up in peace with what happened. And even though that negative content continued to play in my mind that morning when I woke up, it was like bouncing off. It was bouncing off. It did not undo the peace that had won in the night. Get yourself a practice of study. Feed your mind. What books have you read recently? None? That's a problem. What did you read today? Nothing? That's a problem. I'm telling you, I have been meditating for five years now. I read a book a month ago that completely changed my practice. Five years. 
Five years I have been doing something. And I read a book called In the Silence by E.V. Ingram. And it has revolutionized my practice and put me in a deeper devotion to it. I feel like I have a completely new practice after five years. That's the power of a book, family. You are one book away from a completely different life. And you don't even know it. People don't even know it. A book can come in your life and change your life. There's a story that Michael Beckwith told me in my class on meditation. There was a, a family member, a nephew of, of, his, of, 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 of a person in his ministry that had been unjustly incarcerated. He spent 17 years in jail. By year 12, he was free. Let me say that again. He spent 17 years in jail. But by year 12, he was free because he walked in his cell one day and there was a book. He didn't know how it got there, but there was a book lying on his bunk. He read it. And for the next five years of his imprisonment, he was free, free of mind, free in spirit. A book will change your life. Book changes people's lives all the time. It's one of the most transformative practices of a spiritual discipline is the study. And if you don't have a consistent practice of study, you're missing out. You are missing out. So I love you, family. I love you. I love you. That's why I want you to read. That's why I want you to study because there's so many amazing things out there for you. As is the practice of this podcast, we're going to pray out. (laughs) Taking just a moment, a little moment of silence. So grateful in this moment for all of the human wisdom that is held in between the pages of a book, in between the covers of books. I'm so grateful for all of the wisdom and the knowledge that has been passed down from generation to generation. I'm so grateful for the access of knowledge that we have now. So grateful that knowledge is free and available to everyone. So grateful for that. So grateful that what used to be the most secret of texts are now the most available. Spirit, I know that this is part of your work in orchestration, that you have made yourself more accessible, more easily accessible through the pages of a book. I know that you are everything and everywhere and that you are orchestrating in the, in the minds of every author. You are orchestrating in the hands of everyone that holds a pencil. You are orchestrating the hands of everyone that is typing. Thank you so much, Spirit, for the spread of your wisdom and your truth through the pages. I know that we are one with you and your ever-present knowledge. 
I know that we are one with you, Spirit. I know that every author is one with you. I know that every book, every idea has come from you. And so I know, I know that in this moment, every single person in the planet, on the planet, every single person, you are orchestrating their education in this moment. You have carved out for them a perfect curriculum. And at this moment, they are attracting to them the book that will change everything for them. Just as you have sent me books that have changed my life, you are sending books to every single person on the planet that will change their life. I know that every person listening right now is about to come into the presence of a book that will change their life. May they have the foresight, the courage to read it. I give thanks knowing this is already true. I give thanks knowing that everything that we need to know is already within us and is already within a book waiting for us. And so I give thanks to you, Spirit. I give thanks to you for the curriculum that you have outlined for each and every one of us, knowing that we can study the books of our own hearts. We can study the books of our own spirit. And knowing that there are texts in the world that will point us to those books of our heart and our soul. I release this prayer giving thanks, giving so much thanks to you, Spirit, calling forth the most transformative book for every person listening, knowing that it is on the way. I release this prayer saying, and so it is, amen. Thank you, Spirit. Peace from peace, family. Joy from joy. And love from absolute love. Have an amazing day. And I'll see you next time on Love Undiluted. Thank you, family, for tuning in to another episode of Love Undiluted, the podcast of spiritual wisdom. I hope today's dose of love and wisdom was as potent for you as it is for me. Please, Help me grow the audience of this podcast by taking a moment to leave a positive review. Family, let's bring more people into the frequency of love. I love you, family, and I'll see you next time on Love Undiluted, the podcast of spiritual wisdom.